Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday morning, January 8th, 2024. We got so much to get into. Going to reserve the uh, the Golden Globes talk for the afternoon rush hour uh, as we're still waiting on some stories to break, some fallout. Who, I mean, does anyone care about award ceremonies anymore? Is it just me? I'm not trying to be some get-off-my-lawn type of guy, but I kind of feel like Instagram killed award ceremonies. It killed the paparazzi. Like, there's no, there's no more demand for the allure of people on... I mean, don't get me wrong. We love a good red carpet outfit. But uh, if there's anything that is really interesting, you kind of find out about it the next day. You know what I mean? Either way, we got some interesting news in the Bachelor world, plus some non-Bachelor stories. You guys know me. I try to do a little bit heavier on the Bachelor content in the afternoon and some more just entertainment news in the morning. But, you know, some stories break at different times and we kind of try to figure it all out. So I've got Melissa Joan Hart. We're my uh, teenage witch fans out there. I've got her in the news. Alaska Airlines can't keep their doors closed. And Lauren Boebert punches someone in the face. Uh, not just somebody, her ex-husband. Hey, shit happens when you party, right, folks? Got a couple comments. I was uh, downgraded from a five-star podcast to a four-star by uh, this lady. She says, Davis kind, compassionate, funny, and has great content. And then she gave an update and said, finding it a bit depressing lately. Maybe because it's the holidays. I've skipped over a few. Also, I love the Clayton content. You have my support. My question is, how do you find it depressing if you're skipping over it? Come on. You got to love me at my best, love me at my worst, love me at my depressing, and love me at my, I don't know, whatever else is there. Um, it, has this been depressing for you guys? I mean, I, I haven't been depressed, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you just didn't get enough uh, presents under the Christmas tree. It doesn't sound like it's a me problem. She said, I love the Clayton content. You have my support. Keep up the good work. Sorry, getting tired of the depressing content. I'm getting tired of reading this depressing review. And then someone else left a comment. <laughs> Yeah, I love these. My favorite comments are these ones. Uh, one star review. Terrible podcast. Politics are divisive. No, idiot, you're divisive. You know, every once in a while, we're going to have a political story. In fact, I might do one a day. If I do 10 stories in the morning and 10 in the afternoon, don't hate me if one of those is of interest to you. My goal is to keep you entertained and informed. So if you have to go to the water cooler at work, I want you to know about Lauren Boebert allegedly punching her ex-husband in the nose twice. Police are investigating this story. Here's the update. Lauren Boebert tells TMZ, this is a sad situation for all that keeps escalating. And another reason I'm moving. I didn't punch Jason in the face and no one was arrested. I will be consulting with my lawyer about the false claims he made against me and evaluate all of my legal options. This coming after the congresswoman's, I guess, former husband uh, said he was punched. Uh, He's a police lieutenant, Matt Gronbeck, and he told TMZ cops were called Saturday night. I'm sorry. uh, Her ex isn't a police lieutenant. A police lieutenant said that cops were called Saturday night on his claims at a restaurant in Colorado. Well, I don't know. Pull the footage. Let's figure out. Don't we all want to get to the truth? All right. I want to get to the truth of this story. It is one of the most fascinating surprise stories of the week, if not the month, if not the year. Bachelor's Christina Mandrell initially wanted to propose to Braden Bowers with custom Neil Lane earrings. Is this too depressing for you? Come on. This is fun, folks. We're having fun. It's a Monday morning. Yeah. So, uh, look. 
I'm not against women proposing to men at all, but um, I'm sure Braden's happy he got the proposal in first. I don't know. There's a bravado to the proposal. If she proposed, then in the maybe in in hindsight she'd be like, "Well, would he have ever proposed?" Well, you left it up to Braden, and he did propose, but not with custom Neil Lane earrings. I still want to see what those earrings were all about. Christina Mandrell nearly proposed to Braden Bowers before he got down on one knee at the golden wedding. She said, "I had absolutely no clue this was going to happen, even to the extent that I had been asking." Neil Lane Couture, if he could make earrings so I could propose to Brayden. Oh, fun stuff, folks. Fun stuff. Of course, Brayden, 25 years young, a little bit on the young side, is known for his eccentric style and often sported various hats, scarves, and dangly earrings throughout his Bachelor Nation tenure. Yeah, Brayden Bowers is the Jack Sparrow of Bachelor Nation. He even exclusively told Us Weekly in October of 2023 that he packed 34 pairs of earrings in his suitcase ahead of filming Bachelor in Paradise season nine. All right, I'm going to have this full story for you guys on the YouTube today. Very fascinating stuff. Brayden also congratulated Gary Turner and Teresa with an Instagram post by saying, you are an amazing couple and an inspiration to everyone that got to see your story unfold. I wish you both the absolute best the world has to offer and many years of happiness. Thank you for teaching all of us how love is what makes life worth living and to never take it for granted. Love you guys and your beautiful family families. Gee whiz, Brayden, how depressing. Uh, by all means, I'm, I'm, I'm making light of that person's uh, post here. Of course, we are happy for all reviews. We appreciate the less depressing ones, but of course, thank you in advance to all of you out there who are going to leave reviews. All right, review this. We've got uh, Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules. Going to also probably have content on this today uh, on YouTube. She left some interesting remarks with Nick Vial on his podcast in reference to the wild New Year's Eve that she had at uh, Caitlin Bristow's New Year's Eve party and does comment on uh, Zach Clark. So even though Zach Clark's not talking, Katie Maloney is. She's like, look, I'm not doing this classy bachelor, nobody talks about this bullshit. I'm on Vanderpump Rules where it's less depressing and we're going to tell you what we think, drama or not. I got that story for you right after the break. You know what I hate more than anything with late night TV when uh, you'll have the host like Jimmy Fallon uh, offer these really obvious like softball questions to the guests. They'll be like, so I I hear California is kind of weird. And oh, well, you don't say so, Jimmy, when I was there. And then they just get into what they wanted to talk about. So we have Nick doing that here with Katie Maloney. He, he kind of plays dumb, but he knows what he's asking. He's asking Katie what it was like with Caitlin Bristow. And of course... Zach Clark, which led into a wild story because for whatever reason, Caitlin Bristow has a lot of haters out there in Bachelor Nation. I always say you're doing something right if people don't like it. Uh, but anyway, here's what Katie Maloney has to say about her New Year's Eve with Caitlin Bristow and uh, whether or not there's anything going on with Caitlin and Zach Clark. Have a listen. Getting screamed at. How was your ladies' holiday? What's it, what'd you guys do? Well... I mean, Christmas, I just spent it with my mom and my, my grandparents. It was a very, very low-key Christmas. But then for New Year's, I went to Nashville. Tell us about to it. To hang out with Kristen or Caitlin. Why can't I? I, I, have, I have Kristen's and Caitlin's in my life. And I constantly am always mixing them up. With Caitlin Bristow, who lives there. Cool. She had like a, a little party. 
And my friend Bailey, who, or our friend Bailey, who lives in Vancouver, came to- Before we ask about the next part, are we, de- are we depressed by this story or are we okay with it? Is this all right for you guys? Should we just play uh, Sounds of Dogs laughing? Yeah, as well. Did that, that party seem to stir up I, I, some drama I heard about that. Drama. I heard something do you, about do you, that. You, you're not aware? Of course I'm aware. <laughs> I'm not aware. Tell me. Yeah. I, I, we haven't talked about your time. I'm tapped out. I don't know if it's my... I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Do well, it. I don't want you to throw person, anyone under the bus. Please. Is there someone to... What did you, what did you hear? Under the bus? What did you hear? Well, there was some like footage taken right. of some people... Get to it! Kind of wrapped around each other, <laughs> you know, really entangled. I only it became, looked like the clock was about to strike 12. Oh, it did. Oh, so I it was like, oh, is this a, a New Year's kiss situation? I only became aware when I saw a screenshot of your friend Caitlin. Uh, it was post that she posted on her story in response to... It seemed to be some criticism she was receiving. Yeah, she was getting a lot of that. And it was really, I felt unfair and really harsh, like very extreme criticism. What was the criticisms? Well, just, I think people were just. Uh, Nick, are you an idiot? People are upset that she might be canoodling with Zach Clark. Now, I think she's okay canoodling with Zach Clark. Zach broke up with Tasha. Caitlin and Tasha, they're not like, you know, each other's bridesmaids or whatever. You know, they just know each other from work. They're work friends. Treating her as if like she had committed some serious crime just for, you know, maybe... Hanging out with some... Hanging out with somebody. Basher people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a case of people maybe not Think, or thinking that they know more than they do. Tell us. Okay. So it is a, it's a it's a frustrating place to be in because I've been there myself with just you know people being uh, particularly hard on you and you not being able to just fully defend yourself in the oh way you want gosh, to. Oh my gosh, get to is it. Is there something going on between her and Zach? I, that's not for me. To, not for you to say. Okay. I'll just say. Okay. So not no. It's not from. I, I don't want to speak on what is happening <laughs> no, in her personal I life. I don't want to. It's it's my. I, listen, you'll you'll get it. As a as a now host of a successful podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It's Nick's job to pry. We get it. All right, so uh, that's a whole a whole three minutes wasted. Sorry, guys, D- not didn't mean to depress you with that news. Oh, you want to hear some real depressing news? Melissa Joan Hart, by the way, one of my favorites growing up. I mean, I had such a crush on her. I was like, if all witches look this cute, then sign me up. Get me a broom. Let's go, folks. Melissa Joan Hart reacts to fans' shock that she's playing a grandma at forty-seven. She said, "Now Clarissa can explain." AARP. Hart's recent Lifetime movie, Would You Kill For Me? The Mary Bailey story sees her playing a grandmother to a young girl who was instructed by her mother to put an end to her stepfather's abuse. I guess actually Lauren uh, Boebert's a grandmother, right? Uh, so a- anyone can be a grandmother. Lower, um, Representative Lauren Boebert, 36, reveals she will, she will be a grandmother. So Lauren Boebert was a grandmother at 36 years young. I'm sure, uh, you know, I mean, can you imagine me like, Grandma, why do you keep punching grand father and she's like hey grandma why do you keep giving hand jobs at the uh, movie theater what no what, what, what did uh lauren bober she groped her uh the, the guy she was dating at uh what, what were they going to see uh wicked no whatever the grinch stole christmas the grinch stole a stiffy that's what he stole all right anyway moving on so Either way, 47's not that young to be a grandma. I mean, let's just say if you're an if you're an 18 year old adult and you have a kid, and if that kid has a kid when they turn 18, hey, look, you're a 36 year old grandma. So, but I understand this isn't your uh, Betty White's grandmother. This is a sexy, 
uh, Clarissa explains AARP grandma. So when longtime followers of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch alum piped up online this week about her playing a grandmother in Lifetime's Would You Kill For Me, the actress decided to address the response on Instagram saying, let me explain. She said, while I'm proud of my performance in my most recent movie, I couldn't be more flattered that people don't think of me as a grandmother, no matter how possible it is at the age of 47. It's also refreshing to go viral for my work and not something controversial. The former Clarissa explains that All-Star quipped that uh, she's playing the middle-aged witch. All right, either way, I'll take a middle-aged Melissa Joan Hart, a, a senior age or a whatever. We love her. Uh, that which, Boy, I'd love to get her on Driving with Dave. Uh, we'd dress up in the little witch hats. It'd be a blast. You remember that? Okay, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was, I mean, that was right. That was right in the, the I was born in 85. So Sabrina the Teenage Witch was like right at the cusp of puberty. I was like, do all witches? Okay, you get the point. All right, this is in in, in non depressing news. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop with the depressing talk over here. I, I truly wish our friend who uh, downgraded uh, their five star review to a four star um, is feeling less depressed through my humor here. But Gypsy Rose Blanchard has a uh, discusses her romantic prison proposal. Uh, you guys have been following her, right? She was in jail because uh, she kind of like killed her mom. Is that how it worked? Or like she was complicit? I don't know what they ended up charging her with. Before things got hot and heavy under the covers, Ryan Scott Anderson asked Gypsy Rose Blanchard to marry him while she was still in prison. A moment from 2022, he fondly recalls in her new documentary. Have a listen. About four months after the first visit, Gypsy called me up and... She was like, where do you want this relationship to go now? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, after meeting you, I can now say that I have romantic feelings for you. And it's obviously there. She's like, I was a little smitten with you. That's what she told me. That was her exact quote. So I was like, well, I'm still smitten with you like ever, you know, because I fell in love with her a long time ago. So for the third visit, I bought an engagement ring and I snuck it in, put it on my chain. <laughs> Can you imagine? I bought her an engagement ring. I shoved it up my ass. <laughs> he came in and sat down, and he took me by the hands and just told me that he loved me so much. She had her makeup done, and she looked so cute. And I was sitting across from her, and I looked at her. I just knew. You know, it's just one of those things you know. And we had something special. We had that chemistry, and I asked for Mary. There it is, folks. And then they got married and he had to pull out a wedding ring. He's got like, I got a lot of jewelry down there. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge him. Uh, he he proposed to her after four months of dating uh, to which Braden Bauer said, what took you so long? Come on, let's go. Life's short. Live a little. All right, folks. Uh, you can't be depressed and listen to this song at the same time. It's impossible, folks. Come on. We're not depressed at all. We're having a good time. This episode brought to you by Xanax, baby. Live the high life. Let's go. All right, Float over to that water cooler. You're having a good day today. It's 2024, baby. Either way, so look, I'm not going to judge. I, I've literally, it was the first time I've heard him talk, so I don't know why he wanted to even talk to her in prison in the first place. I don't know their story. I won't judge it. I'll tell you who's judging. Taylor Swift is not happy. Associates are pissed off over a piece written, I believe, by the New York Times speculating on her sexuality. Taylor Swift became the subject of an entire article trying to figure out if she was part of the LGBTQ plus community. 
And apparently people in her world are pretty pissed about it. I tell Taylor Swift, just shake it off. Come on. <laughs> well, let's live a little, folks. By the way, I've only got four days left in my home office here. If you follow our YouTube channel, I'm going to be posting about our move. Getting very sad. You might be able to tell. I don't know if I sound different, but I've gotten rid of all of the rugs in my office uh, because we're moving, of course, which my dog is really upset because, you know, for the last three years, he's cozied up to me every day that I'm recording content and nuzzles onto the rug, which is no longer there. And he's like, hey, Dave, what the hell kind of business are you running over here? It's nothing but hardwood floors. Uh, Either way... Um, let's move on from the Taylor Swift story. I'm sure we'll have more on her this afternoon as we cover the wild uh, uh, globes or whatever the hell. I'm sure it's going to be the lowest rated Golden Globes of all time. Pretty much every year, I believe, for the last like eight years, it's just been going downhill. No offense to the Golden Globes. It's just it's just like, like I said before, nobody cares. You know what I care about? Airplane safety. That's right. I care a lot about airplane safety and we're going to discuss. I hope you're not listening to this while flying. If so, get away from the windows. Alaska Airlines freak out. Cabin window explodes. We'll have that story right after a quick word from our sponsors. And now this story would be considered depressing if nobody survived. If people were just getting sucked out the window, this would be a bad story. But it looks like everyone was safe, which is nice here. And otherwise, wild story. Alaska Airlines freak out. Cabin window explodes mid-flight. Plane makes emergency landing. Well, I would hope it's an emergency landing. Well, the cabin exploded, but we're going to try to make it to our destination. I'd be like, why don't we just turn this puppy around? Why don't we do that? So here are the sounds of... The cold night sky. I mean, literally, this is from the inside of the cabin. And it's really just the sound of a wild, uh, blown outside of an airplane, a new airplane, an Alaska Airlines flight forced to make an emergency landed in Portland after one of the cabin windows exploded, creating a gaping hole and sucking out belongings from frightening passengers. The, uh, I, I guess, I mean, hey, they tell you to put your tray table up. This is the shit that happens when you don't listen. Oh, you thought maybe I'm not going to put my phone in airplane mode? Well, guess what? You're getting sucked out. Let's go. Now, I, you know what? I'll tell you this. I'm a big rule follower. I'm, I always put, I'm not kidding. I always put my shopping cart in the little shopping cart area. But you know me, every once in a while, I steal Every once in a while, I'll steal a little bit from the self-checkout because they're stealing from me. They're stealing my time. You know what I mean? And every once in a while, I won't turn my phone on airplane mode. I know I'm a rebel without a cause, baby. I just, you know what I mean? I want to live a little. I want that 5G from the clouds. Either way, the packed commercial airliner took off from Portland around 5 p.m. Friday heading for Ontario, California, but I had to quickly turn around after the window blew out. Oh, yeah, this is, you know what? It's those liberals in Portland. <laughs> they caused this. As a plane flew back to Portland, uh, sheer chaos. Yeah, maybe it was just like some, that you know that liberal smell that you get every once in a while from, you know, too much, uh, uh, was it was a patchouli. Well, someone had to maybe, they tried tried to open the window. You can't do that, folks. This ain't a minivan. Sheer chaos ensued as oxygen mast raised down on the 171 passengers and tornado-like winds gusted through the cabin, causing a pressurization issue. During the next 15 minutes, scared passengers recorded videos of the... I love it. Things are sucked out the window. What does everyone do? Uh, take their phone out. And, uh, you know, okay, come on. I do the same thing. Either way, everyone's safe. They don't know the cause of it. When they find it out, we'll get it to you. All right. Lamar Odom uh, talks about ketamine therapy. They call it Special K, folks. He said it works for me talks matthew perry's death of course lamar odom from my alma mater university of rhode island go rams baby rhode island born and i'm rhode island bred and when i die i'll be rhode island dead lamar odom says ketamine has been a successful tool to help him combat
combat his addiction problems. You know, so funny the way we look at drugs. I was, <laughs> I was literally smoking a joint the other night because I was like, you know what? I'm moving to Tennessee. I got to get rid of some of this weed. How crazy is it? You can smoke a joint in one place. You can walk a block and be in a different place where you can't do that. And of course, ketamine, it's obviously like a pretty crazy drug. It's used as like a horse tranquilizer, but hey, it's also, I mean, hey, ivermectin's used with horses as well, a dewormer, but it's also used with humans in different parts of the globe where there's different issues that, you know, break out and this and that. So ketamine, just like any drug, it's not necessarily the drug that's bad is what you do with it. And, you know, just like mushrooms can be used uh, and so can acid and other uh, uh, psilocybin, thing, all these things can be used to rewire the brain, you know, turn it off, turn it back on. Maybe if you're struggling with PTSD or maybe you're addicted to painkillers, there's always, uh, there are solutions out there. So ketamine, even though some people use it as a party drug, uh, Lamar Odom says ketamine has been a successful tool to help him combat his addiction problems. This after it was revealed, it was a, in Matthew Perry's system when he died. Here's what he had to say. I know you're in the in, in therapy uh, in that business right now, and you're helping a lot of people out. There's there's a big question right now after Matthew Perry's death about uh, about ketamine, and and people are are, are whether people might be scared be to use it. It got to be prescribed by a doctor. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't do it on your own. Damn sure, you definitely can't do it and even drive a car. Right, right, right. You know what I mean, after, after I get my um, my ketamine treatments, it's not even safe for me to drive a car, let alone so it works chill for out you. in my jacuzzi. Yeah, I don't get high anymore. Right. That another plant, plant medicine helped so, me. So a lot of people that may be skeptical about it, I don't, I don't know. You probably in in your uh, in your in your treatment centers, maybe people are, are being prescribed it to, to help them. But ask your doctor. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Ask your doctor and ask your doctor how can it help you because it will help. All right, so there's Lamar Odom saying, ask your doctor. Looks like he believes in medicine. You know, ask your doctor you trust. Make sure they're not being paid by a certain organization. You know, some, hey, we're all humans, right, folks? Uh, but of course, you know, look, I mean, hot tubs, it's one of those things. You know, did ketamine cause Matthew Perry to die in the hot tub? Well, no, I mean, he spent a good part of his life getting fried on pain meds and being an addict. And then you go in a hot tub and, you know, your body can't always handle. I mean, look, like even if you're pregnant or if you've had too much to drink, there's plenty of reasons why you shouldn't get into a hot tub uh, if you're not in the right state of mind. Uh, but I tell you what, I hope that wasn't too depressing. If you think that I'm not depressing, if you think that I provide you value, then please leave a five-star review. No, I've I've only been kidding. I, I don't check the reviews all the time, but I got to tell you, I have been floored over the weekend that we not only broke the top 200 of society and culture, which is the largest charts in Apple Podcast, we not only broke the top 200, we hit like 134, which is absolutely incredible. The way they do these charts is they do them based on new subscribers. So maybe you listen to the podcast but aren't actually subscribed. Double check on your Apple on your iPhone and see if you're subscribed. Now, you might listen somewhere else. Maybe you like to listen on Spotify. But if you want and you have an iPhone, you could go over, subscribe there, and give us a nice review. It helps with the algorithm. I appreciate everybody's support. We're going to have a lot of content to get to today. Uh, this afternoon, I should be interviewing Demi Burnett. That's right. One of my favorite people from the Bachelor community. Who knows? We'll have to see. I'll believe it when she's sitting in my car going on the ride. Uh, but I got a lot of planning to do to get ready for that. So excited to talk to her. And I'll be back this afternoon with so much more content. Everyone have a fantastic, non-depressing day. I'll talk to you later. I'm Dave Neal. This is Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.